Holy shit. Holy shit, right? OU Texas SEC football. Well, really, SEC everything. Who would have lived who would have thought they'd live in a day where OU and Texas could potentially be playing in the same conference as Alabama and Georgia and schools like that? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody saw this coming. Like, what the fuck? I'm not like, I'm trying to comprehend the magnitude that this would lead, like the impact that this would have on college football on honestly, just college athletics in general, especially now with NIL, with the, the athletes being able to make money while they're in school. I mean, and, and let's be honest, like college football is the pinnacle of college athletics. Like everyone knows that there's nothing, there's no doubting that, right? SEC owns the pinnacle of college athletics, college football. SEC owns it. They own the space. They make the money. That The brand of the conference, SEC, SEC, they, they run the show. They have the biggest media deals. The Alabama quarterback this year, which was a, a freshman last year, he's already made over a million dollars, and he hasn't even touched the field yet. Like, it's the brand. I like. Let's be honest. Yeah, does it suck for the Big Twelve? Is it is it is it honestly scary for OU or Texas fans? Kinda, not necessarily for the competition wise, but it's almost like now what? Because like we really just shit down the Big Twelve's throat. We literally told Bowlesby or whatever his name is, the Big Twelve commissioner, said basically a big fuck you. But really, you can't blame schools like Texas and OU because let's be honest, they've kind of outgrown the Big Twelve. Now, I, I don't mean that as in football-wise or even just athletics in general. Again, I don't mean that like they've outgrown it as in they're better than the Big 12 when it comes to sports. I don't mean that at all. I mean, when it comes to revenue, when it comes to sports revenue for their athletic department, they have outgrown the Big 12. They make more money, basically, than the Big 12 does anyways, like those schools individually. It's insane. It really, it truly is insane. Like Texas, te- think about how bad, think about this. Texas has been at best, at best, the third best team in the Big 12, right? Fair, fair for the last like decade. Okay. At best, the third best team. And they still, and again, in the Big 12, not to see in the Big 12, and they still are the number one revenue. Like they make the most money off their football program than any other team in the country, any other school in the country. They make more than OU. They make more than Alabama. They make more than Ohio State. They make more than Clemson. They are the number one revenue, source of revenue in college football of any school in the country. They're mediocre at best, and they're in the Big 12, and they still accomplish that. Think about how much money they're going to make with getting SEC recruits, with SEC media deals, with being in the SEC in general, they're going to almost d- probably double their money because the Texas brand, which is disgusting as it is, and like everyone, like it's like Texas A&M and Texas, like everyone, like everyone loves to make fun of those two schools and I'm all for it. But Texas has a brand like that. I mean, they do like you see tech, like you, you know exactly what, like when you hear Texas, not most people don't always just think Cowboys, right? Like you hear Texas, you think Longhorns, you hear Texas, you think burnt orange. 
right? You hear Texas, especially now you hear Sam Ellinger. Think about Sam Ellinger, Vince Young against Reggie Bush in USC in the 2005 national championship. Like Texas has a brand. It's like the New York Yankees or, you know, the big, the LA Lakers has a brand, like the big time organizations in whatever sport that may be. Texas is sadly, it's true, but again, they have a brand. And so that's just the number one reason why they want to go to the SEC. Again, they don't want to go to the SEC because they think they can win the SEC. No fucking way. Right? They can't even win the Big 12. What makes them think they're going to win the SEC? They know that. But we all know the NCAA, college football, college sports, it's all about the money. It's all ADs want money. Schools want money. Commissioners want money. The playoff committee, all these people, money, 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 money. Texas, a lot more money made in the SEC. OU, same exact thing. OU's number six. Sixth in the country in revenue from college football. Guess who's seven? Alabama. OU is already, OU makes more money on a yearly basis than Alabama when it comes to college football. Think about OU in the SEC. Think about the brand OU has, right? Lincoln Riley, high-powered offense, Heisman-winning quarterbacks, number one overall picks. Every year they get the best quarterback in every fucking recruiting class now. It's insane. Lincoln has established a brand. QBU. Speed D. There's a brand with OU. So it means something. Think about, and, and I've seen a lot of things where it was, it's been, oh, these, those teams are going to get stomped in the SEC. Well, think about it too. There's not... The, the, the four-team playoff in college football is no longer going to be. I don't know when it's going to change, but it's, inev- it's inevitable. They're going to have to they're, – they're talking about already making a 12-team playoff now. Six automatic uh, conference championship winners, and then I think like six, you know, at large or at bid or whatever the hell they call them, where like, you know, the committee would pick the other six or something, right? On a yearly basis, if OU Texas gets in the SEC, not only is it going to bolster the resume for many SEC teams, so even a two or maybe even a three-loss SEC team, they're still going to be like, oh, they're probably going to win any other conference because it just adds depth adding teams like OU Texas. So as an OU fan myself, I went to school there. I know that, yeah, sure, we may lose more games in the SEC because we're playing a higher, you know, we're playing better, you know, better teams, better coaches, better athletes, everything, right? More money, which means more better recruiting, which is why they're also number one in recruiting like every year. I know you is going to lose more games like that's going to happen, but it's also going to it's not going to look as bad losing those games because we're in the SEC. So it's like you lose a game in the Big 12. It's scary, right? Oh, you lose the Kansas State for some reason. That fucking purple is they're like literally they have nightmares. I have nightmares over Kansas State. I don't know why. It's just like our kryptonite. Literally our fucking kryptonite. But now, for one, we don't have to see them, thank God. But again, losing a game like Kansas State, losing to a Kentucky, it, it's sad, but it's true, is, lose, it is more appealing to the playoff committee. It's like, oh, it's not as bad losing to Kentucky rather than losing to Kansas State. You lose one game at Kansas State, I get scared the rest of the season because it's like midway through the season, we have one loss. It's like, oh shit, if we lose to Kansas State, we can really lose to anyone. And then you're like wondering the whole season, even if you win out, it's always like, oh, four seed because they lost to Kansas State. Or even, there were some years, I guarantee, where if OU would have gone undefeated, they wouldn't even been the one seed, even if no other team was undefeated, because they were in the Big 12. They're playing teams like Kansas. They're playing teams like Kansas State. They're playing the, the Texas Techs and TCUs when TCUs aren't, the TCU teams aren't that good. 
They're five hundred six and six TCU teams, right? But you, again, you go against a six six Kentucky. It looks better for some fucking reason because it's the SEC. They get more recruits and all that yippee yap. Just how it is. And so the the defensive argument for OU two, in my opinion, uh, is kind of stupid. Because and the reason I say that, for one, OU this year, according to Pro Football Focus, has the number one pass rush in the country, which is awesome. I mean, like I don't remember the last time. I don't even know if ever that's ever happened in OU. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's happened, but like with Gerald McCoy and them, maybe. But in recent years, to even be relevant in any top 10 defensive category going into the season, like, th- what? We're not used to that, right? You're used to like, okay, number one quarterback or, you know, number one pass offense, number one, you know, offensive efficiency, you know, average average yards per play, like, all that kind of stuff you're used to in offense, right? Like, that's what Lincoln Riley, again, has established a brand of football. QBU, offense, Heisman, 50 points a game, you know, high-scoring shootouts. But now you, you you bring in a defense, and here's the deal with OU. If if the SEC, which it's looking like it's going to happen. Like, OU and Texas have literally officially said, we're leaving the Big 12. Now, when? I don't know, because their contract technically expires in 2025 with the Big 12. They each, each school can pay $76 million or something like that to cancel the contract. They would pay the Big 12 that 76. Both schools would pay individually. So, you know, you're talking $150 million to the Big 12 between two schools. But I want to talk about the recruiting part real quick. It's this whole episode, I mean, it, we're, we're talking OU Texas SEC. We're just talking college football, okay? Because there's a lot to talk about, a lot to get into. But fuck, dude. Like, I still can't, like, wrap my head around it. Like, I get to say I went to an SEC school, kind of. I mean, if it happens, it happens, you know? I'm not saying it's for sure, but it looks like it's going to happen. But anyways, people are so fed up or so worried about uh, OU and the defense. Because um, Texas, I'm not going to talk about, like, right now. Or pretty much anymore, because fuck Texas, right? Um, but OU, they're going to get these SEC defensive recruits. Now, I'm not saying, you know, they're going to be Bama or they're going to be the next Clemson and they're just going to dominate the SEC when they come in. I don't, like, I'm not saying that at all. Because the SEC is the SEC, right? But you have to realize that even with Texas coming into the SEC, like they're going to take recruits from, you know, the Alabamas, the LSUs, the Georgias, the Floridas, because they have a brand, they have the money. And quite frankly, you're in a big city, like, right? You're going to Austin, Texas. Norman is basically Oklahoma City, just south, for those that don't know, um, for my Egyptian listeners that I have on here, or my, uh, my Georgians. I think that I, is that what you guys? I don't know if that's what they say, but um, yeah. So they're gonna steal some of those recruits. But think about this: if you're a recruit, in my opinion, so you know you get you get an offer from OU, SEC OU. They have you know the number one offense, the the you know the five star quarterbacks, the five star receivers, the five star running backs. Because I mean that's literally what they're doing right now. Like it's if you go look at any recruiting class for the next like three years, it's literally insane. I don't know how Lincoln's doing it, but he's doing it, right? And now you bring in, and if the defense continues to slowly keep getting better, slowly make these top 10 lists, which honestly, top 10 lists, especially preseason, don't do anything, right? You're like, oh, whatever, it's preseason top 10. But to recruits, to athletes, that means something, right? They look at that, and they're not in the top 10, not just for OU, but for any school, they get it, like offended, right? They're like, well, we're a top 10 defense, or we're a top 10 this or that. Well, Pro Football Focus didn't have you. You see him tweet all the time, like, oh, 
stay humble and hungry or whatever, you know, whatever, whatever athletes tweet, like they get, they quote that tweet of the top 10 rankings and they get offended, right? That's just how it is. That's how athletes are. I mean, like it's an ego thing and it's not all bad, but imagine OU with now with a, just right this year, ranked the number one defensive, uh, defensive, uh, defensive line unit in the country. Okay. Now that's appealing to defensive recruits. They see, oh, wow, OU's actually getting love on defense. Oh, wow, they are doing something over there. They already score 50 points a game. They already have a high-powered offense. They've already got the history behind, you know, the Gerald McCoys, like I said, the Brian Boswers. They've got de- they have defensive players historically that have been great. So now, put that in the SEC, now you can use that pitch. Now you can say, hey, like Lincoln can come up to you and be like, hey, we have the best, you know, quarterback. We're probably going to win the Heisman, this or that, whatever his pitch would be. But not only do we have a great offense, guess what? We have this so recruit committed, this so recruit committed, this four-star, this five-star, this five-star, this, that. And the thing is, it's all, it's all, fun, it's all funny because, like, anyone that follows college football and follows recruiting, you can get on Twitter, and they all, half of the time, Lincoln, or any coach, not just Lincoln specifically, any coach, there's a lot of recruiting they don't have to do because the players do it for them. You see all the time, like Malachi, the the new quarter, the five star quarterback that just uh, committed to OU for twenty twenty three. He as soon as he committed, he tagged like six five star recruits in his draft cl- in his uh, recruiting class, saying, "Come to Norman, boys, let's do it." That's like it is everywhere, right? Bama does this. Bama players do the same thing. All those schools do the same thing. But again, you add the brand of the SEC to a team like Texas and a team like OU that have the money, that have the name, that have just the history tradition. Come on now, right? Kids are going to want to go play for those schools. Especially now that they're in the SEC. Because there's a lot of defensive players. that that's, I literally was watching, I was reading an article today. And I was watching something today this morning about it. Nick Saban and a lot of his recruiting visits and a lot of when recruits come to visit. Literally, it's... Nick Saban literally asked him, he was like, do you want to play in the SEC? The SEC is the best conference. He doesn't say, do you want to play for Bama? Do you want to play for this or that? The SEC. That's, his, that's a pitch. That's literally a pitch that Nick Saban uses. Again, not Alabama, SEC. Now imagine, again, Texas OU saying something like that. With OU, Lincoln, Riley, Young, he, he can relate to the athletes. Athletes love him. Again, this sounds biased because I'm an OU fan, obviously, but still. I'm saying this like I'm trying to be as non-biased as possible. It's just appealing. Best offense, young coach, sponsored by Jordan, which... Again, that doesn't sound like a lot, right? You're just like, oh, whatever, it's a sponsorship. But like, you know, to younger athletes, that means something. They get all the fresh shoes and the fresh gear. And, you know, you're exclusive because not everyone's sponsored by Jordan. There's like five other schools in the whole country that are sponsored by Jordan in football. That's cool. It's exclusive. Playing for a team with rich tradition is exclusive. Not Very few people get to say they played for... You know, the Texas, the OUs, the USC's, the Bama's, the LSU's. Very, very few athletes get to say that. And when they do, that's why they take such pride in it. And that's why you see, like, on ESPN or any of these other announcers for these that are retired athletes, they take a lot of pride when they talk about their school. It's just how it is. I take a lot of pride when I talk about OU. All my OSU friends take a lot of pride when, you know, you, we mention OSU. It's just how it is. It's the name of the game, baby. It's the name of the game. But here's something that I found interesting. I saw the, the tweet 
by OSU's president saying basically that OU did them dirty. OU is kept in, keeping this a secret and how like basically OU broke their trust with OSU. But but here's my thing. OU doesn't owe OSU anything. I I don't like that they're not they won't potentially most likely 99% probably they're not going to be in the same conference. I don't like that at all because like I like the fact that, you know, two schools, same state, you know, they're butting heads. It's been a rivalry, well, defined rivalry. It's been fun games to go to because, again, me from Oklahoma going to OU, like I had friends, you know, I have friends from both schools and this and that. Just a good, it's, a, it's just a good, it's a fun game to go to. It's not OU Texas, but it's a fun game to go to. And I think it's funny because a lot of OSU people get offended whenever OU people tell them, well, uh, we don't look at OSU like a rivalry. We don't look at OSU like like we look at Texas. It's funny because they get somewhat offended. It's like, oh, well, we're better than Texas. And it's like, that doesn't necessarily make, that doesn't make it, that doesn't make it feel better, right? Like, OU usually beats OSU. Going into Texas, no matter how bad Texas is, you don't fucking know what's going to happen. Usually OU fans going to OSU and we're pretty fucking confident we're going to win, right? Fair? Fair. OSU fans probably know uh, in recent years that they're probably not going to win too. You're going against a Baker Mayfield, a Kyler Murray, a Jalen Hurts, now a Spencer Rattler. Next year, Caleb Williams, which is the number one recruit. You know, two years from then, you're going to go against Malachi Nelson. Like, it's just, it's just loaded. But OSU's in deep shit right now. Let's be honest. Because what the fuck are they going to do? The Big 12 is going to make almost no money without OU Texas. They're just not. What other school? What other school is going to? People watch OU and Texas play whether they're OU or Texas fans. People don't turn on the TV. If OU or Texas is on the TV, what the hell? If people... Sorry, hold on. If people are watching the TV, my phone is blowing up right now. Holy shit, I keep repeating myself. If people are watching the TV, you know how on Saturdays, you know, it's like college football, college football, college football on your, like, on your TV. Like when you pull up the menu or guide or whatever you call it, college football on ESPN 1, ESPN 2, ESPN 3, ESPN U, CBS, whatever. You see OU or Texas playing, you're like, ah, I, would, I would click that game. Just like me, like if I see, you know, Georgia playing or, you know, Alabama's playing fucking Natonkawa State or Clemson's playing or the big brand schools, you click on them to watch. That's what brings money. That's what brings ratings. That's what's helped the Big 12 stay afloat. If I'm flipping through the channel and I see K-State playing, let's just say an out-of-conference game like, I don't know, who's a, who's a shitty, let's say K-State versus Arizona State. I'm, I'm, how often does that happen? Like never, but my point is like those, like two, those two type of schools, you're most likely to click over if there's a bigger school or, uh, you know, a Georgia on right below it. So you lose OU Texas, a big 12 is losing a lot of money. I'm curious to see if, cause I've, I've heard and I've read that the OSU is starting to talk to the PAC 12, the big 10, the AAC, the all American conference, the ACC. I don't think the ACC is going to do anything unless, unless the big 10 makes a move. If the big 10 makes a move, then the ACC a thousand percent is going to have to make a move. I was reading that ADs from the ACC, um, believe that 
if OU Texas get in, it might and creates a super conference, a 16-team SEC super conference. Um, the ACC is going to have to maybe try to work with the Big Ten and create like a multimedia deal with both conferences to compete with the 16-team SEC. It, it, it's going to change college football and like just fucking insane, right? I think, and I think I, for once, very, uh, very often, for once, I, I really believe Colin Cowherd was onto something saying Texas is a Pac-12 school. I also think I could see OSU a Pac-12 school. And I, I'm sure, like, people, like, OSU fans will probably get offended when they hear this, right? Like, oh, we're, we're just as good or, you know, we're Big Ten worthy, but whatever. Which I, th- I wouldn't mind seeing OSU in the Big Ten. But I think for them to win a conference more consistently, I wouldn't see why they couldn't win the, the Pac-12 almost every year. You're going to get more recruits. You're going to, it's just, OS, what do you think, what do you think sounds more appealing when you hear OSU versus Oregon, OSU versus Arizona State, OSU versus USC? That's like exciting, right? Like that sounds good. Oklahoma State travels to LA to play USC on a Saturday at whatever time that the West Coast games play. Either it's late or even, you know, midday games. Like, that's exciting. I would watch that. That sounds good. OSU versus Oregon. That sounds fucking dope. That just sounds like a good time. OSU Penn State, it's like, yeah, that sounds good to me. Like, that's an exciting football game. I promise you it would be. I can guarantee it would be. That just doesn't sound like their brand of football. Penn State, to me, is more old school. Honestly, Penn State is more SEC than OSU, in my opinion. Just classic uniforms, rich tradition, big stadium, just sells it out every game. They do the whiteout thing. You know, it's loud. Smash mouth football. The coaches, you know, the coaches, ah, ah, Mr. Baldy's on the sideline yelling at every little thing. That seems more SEC football to me. Minus the snow. OSU doesn't seem. OSU and Texas, they really do seem like Pac-12 schools. Gundy's more kind of like calm, cool, collective. It's just, it just, it just makes sense. The uniforms, all the, all the Pac-12 school has, you know, a thousand different uniform combos, and the tradition just isn't as rich because it's not as the Pac-12's brand as a conference isn't football, football, football like the SEC is or the ACC for that part. The Pac-12's brand is education, you know. We send all of our players to the Olympics type shit. It's a lot more than football They in the Pac-12, which is a good thing. But when we're specifically talking football like we are right now, it's like, eh, eh. And I don't know if OSU fans are going to agree with me. I don't know if they're going to be like, fuck you, Tanner, or maybe like, wow, you're kind of right, Tanner. I don't know. I hope you guys let me know, but I don't know. But I see OSU as a Pac-12, and I also saw Baylor was talking about talking to the Pac-12, and I think it was, I want to say it was Texas Tech was talking to the Pac-12, the Pac- like kind of deeply. Not like anything would happen soon, but like just that, that's, just, that's just what I've seen. And I could see Baylor, I could see any Big 12 team in the Pac-12, which is like kind of sucks, but it's just the truth. 
It's just how it is. Offense. It's just like, eh. Eh. Pac-12 is kind of like, eh. The Big 12, for the most part, was kind of like, eh. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing OSU in the Big the Big Ten if they were in Michigan side, which is probably, what is that, the West, or however they divide it. I could see that. What I think they would... Dude, it's so funny to me because I just thought of it. OSU really is... Like, Michigan is the OSU of the, the Big Ten. So, honestly, fuck it, dude. Throw OSU in that... In that uh, combo, throw them in the rotation with Michigan. Let's see if let's see how how many times OSU is going to play Ohio State in the uh, Big Ten championship. Might happen a lot, but again, the Big Ten is more of like Big Ten's more of OSU. Just doesn't seem like a fit. I don't. I don't know. I can only picture. I can picture OSU in the ACC, or they were even talking the AAC, the All American Conference, and trying to help build that up a little bit, add bring in some teams to that. Because the Big 12 is fucked without OU Texas. They really are. Again, OSU fans, not don't be offended, but you guys just can't pull... You, your athletic department doesn't pull in the money that you know, OU or Texas does. It, they just don't. I'm not saying that like in a bad way. I'm saying that like statistically, you guys don't. So like it's, it's tough to hold the Big 12 up. It's, all, it's tough for Kansas State, OSU, Baylor. It's tough for those teams to hold revenue-wise... To compete with the ACCs and the Pac-12s and those type of, that type of stuff. So unless the Big Twelve, if OU Texas leaves, unless I could, maybe Nebraska maybe thinks about coming back to the Big Twelve. Texas A&M seems real fucking butthurt because the SEC didn't tell them that they were talking about bringing Texas into the SEC. So now Texas A&M had a meeting this morning with their ADs and you know all their you know trustees and all that types of shit about what they want to do because they feel like they're distrusted by the SEC or the SEC distrusted them. So does Texas A&M think about moving back into the Big 12? I don't think they do because they're so fucking high on the SEC. Like, oh, we're in the SEC. We're the only Texas school in the SEC. And that's why they're so butthurt that Texas wants in. It's because they want to be the only Texas school in the SEC. Because they get the recruits. Because they're in the SEC. Now, if Texas is there, they're going to get a lot of the, they're going to get more of the Texas recruits that Texas A&M is. Because Texas is now in the SEC. It's just a massive fucking domino effect. So I could see, I would love to see Nebraska, I would love to see the Big 12 stay, because that means OSU's probably going to be, OSU, Iowa State, which I never thought in my wildest days would I say Iowa State, but I mean, Matt Campbell's, you know, he's done a great job recruiting, and I, I can't even say recruiting, he's just done a great job coaching, he's a good coach, but Nebraska come back in, maybe they, maybe the Big 12 tries to snag like a BYU, maybe they, maybe they pay the big money. Maybe they, they try to get to Notre Dame and they pitch to Notre Dame like, hey, you could be the next OU. You could run this conference. Maybe that's enticing to Notre Dame. TV networks are going to want to follow a school like Notre Dame with the rich tradition and all that, you know, all that stuff. They got a brand, the gold helmets. They smack play like a champion today sign. They've got a, they've got a brand. And people undermine, people undermine how much tradition and a brand plays in the college football plays into honestly universities. You watch movies and you, you, you watch shows, movies, and you listen to songs and this and that, and just pop culture. And they talk about college and what college is like. And you know, when you watch, when you watch movies or TV shows 
and it's on a college campus or, you know, it's someone going to college or whatever it may be. It has something to do with college. How often does tradition get talked about? My family has been to this school for this amount of years or this statue has been there. Really think about it. Dead ass. I'll give you five seconds to fucking think real quick. I don't know if that was five seconds, but I don't want to sit in too long of silence. But really, it's just, it's just how it is. People follow tradition. Why? It's because it's just like anything that is like. So this is how I look at it. The schools like the schools like a lot of the Big Twelve schools. You know, they they have the the uniforms and. They can boast like a really good season for a year, like Baylor and TCU, the year that they got, they barely didn't make the playoff at four and five because they were in the Big 12, but they both had like one loss or two losses. They split the Big 12 championship. Like, what happened to them now? Nothing. You don't hear much about them. Notre Dame is still relevant, even though they're independent even this or that because they have something to pitch to recruits, to coaches, the media, the, the media, to, to TV deals. They're not in the SEC. They're not in the Big Ten. They don't have a conference. But why are they always talked about? Why are they always relevant in any college football conversation? Why is USC talked about? No one fucking cares about USC, but why? Why are they always in the top 25 every year, no matter if they had the shittiest recruiting class? Why do they always get top recruits, even though they haven't done anything since basically 2005, 2006, that whole era? Why? Tradition, brand, uniforms, red and gold. They, don't, they haven't switched anything up. They, don't have, they haven't switched their stadium up. They play on grass. They haven't switched up their uniforms. They've worn the same fucking uniforms. Like most of the best football schools in the country, think about it, most football schools in the country haven't changed much since they've, since they've started, since they've built who they are. They built an identity as a football school. Bama, the Bear Bryant era. They're, they're, I mean, they're wearing the exact same uniform playing on grass fields. I sound like Colin Cowherd. Holy shit, but it's this it's the truth. It really is Notre Dame. Really hasn't I mean like yeah, they have like some flashy parts or some like you know they switch up every now and then, but for the most part you think gold helmet, blue jersey, gold pants. Notre Dame. Again, USC, red red jersey, yellow pants, OU, red jersey, white pants, Texas, burn orange, white. Clemson. They have like two fucking jerseys. Well, they have three, but they really only wear two. They wear orange jersey or white jersey. Every now and then they wear their purple in the playoff or whatever. But for the most part, that's the brand. And the credit, they're a newer one, but still. It's appealing. That's why, that's why I think it's so interesting what, what's going to happen to the rest of the Big 12 schools. Really, what's going to happen to college football. I, would I be opposed to honestly super conferences at this point? Because if if OU Texas goes, it it really is going to ruin like college football because the SEC is going to have such a bias on it because of the, you know programs like OU Texas. So I want to see. And I saw a thing where SEC was also trying was starting to initiate contact with Ohio State with Clemson. I think the SEC realizes like this is our fucking time to shine. Let's just bring in everybody which, again, would really hurt college football. But because no, none of the best recruits are going to go anywhere other than the SEC at this point. If, they, if an Ohio State also joined the conference or a Clemson or a Miami, 
something, you know, Michigan. Right? Fair? Fair. Okay. That's what I thought, right? And another thing is you have to think, this isn't only affecting college football. Again, this is affecting all of college athletics, every sport. Think about basketball. Not only does, you know, Kansas, Kansas is literally talking to the Big Big Ten right now. News this morning. You think the Big Ten is bringing in Kansas because they want Kansas's football program money? Fuck no. They'd bring in Kansas because, holy shit, they have one of the, historically, one of the best basketball programs of all time. They bring a lot of fucking money in from basketball. One of the top five revenue streams in college basketball. That's why they would bring Kansas in. It's a lot more than just football. That's why I think it's really interesting. OSU has a lot more to offer than just football. OSU obviously has wrestling, but wrestling doesn't really bring in any money, so no one really gives a fuck about wrestling because it doesn't mean anything really. I mean, it means something to the wrestlers, don't get me wrong, and like the school, and, you know, I, I respect that. But when it comes to actually making money for a conference or making money for the grand scheme of things, no, wrestling doesn't mean shit. Sad, but it's true. Golf, OSU has a really good golf program. Grand scheme of things, no one really, look, no one's going to look at OSU and say we want OSU because they're wrestling or they're golf. It's just not how it is. Again, sad but true. Football, basketball, and you, I can't even make the argument in baseball. Baseball is not really that relevant when it comes. I mean, baseball makes a lot more money than golf and wrestling. Baseball is probably third if I had to guess. I haven't looked it up, but if I had to guess, I would say third behind all major sports of revenue made. I call it, I mean, I'm sure some SEC school, I know, I know some SEC schools make more money off baseball than basketball. Like I know Arkansas makes way more money off of baseball than basketball. Mississippi State makes way more money off of baseball than basketball. Ole Miss, I don't know. I would, if I had to guess, I would say baseball because they're a real big baseball school, but I don't know. But my point is, it's just going to shake everything up. Because Big 12 historically has been a good basketball conference. So now if you have three or four Big 12 teams going there, three or four Big 12 teams going here, what's that going to look like? Are we talking a bas- are we talking a conference with potentially, you know, Kansas in the Big 10, Kansas, Ohio State, maybe even bring in, you know, a Baylor, a Tech. Again, they seem more like Pat 12, but still just some it's something to think about. It's insane, bro. I don't know. I don't know how I did this episode. I'm really straight off the fucking dome just talking about this. I came in. I was planning to get other shit done, but I really just wanted to talk about this subject specifically because I thought it was so intriguing. Tell me what you guys would like to see. I want to know what you guys would like to see. Would you like to see a power conference? Would you like to see the Big 12 just completely disperse and create four power conference, like power four conferences? Would you like to see maybe teams break off from others and create a new fifth conference and try to make it a Power 5 conference? Whether it's a government into the Big 12 again, or they stay in the Big 12, and again, the Big 12 just tries to recruit other schools. Again, I think it'd be cool to see Nebraska, BYU, maybe even Colorado bring in Tulsa. I think that's I think that would be cool. Now, would they comp- I mean, money-wise, would they compete? No, but they're still good. I mean, football-wise, they're still good programs. They've historically had success. 
I, I, I've read a lot of articles and I'm trying to figure out like what would make the most sense for either like the remaining schools or the Big 12. And there's just so many scenarios where it's... It, I, I'm a little starstruck because I just... I can't play something out in my head. I can't see OSU in the Pac-12 or... I can't... OSU may not play OU every year. Like, that's weird. It's just... I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's real interesting. I do like the fact... I do like the fact, though, that if... All the, all the scenarios I've seen with o, OU and Texas in the SEC where Alabama gets moved to the east. Or maybe they've already been on the east, but the, the west where OU and Texas will now be really is just occupied by LSU and Texas A&M. Because Arkansas tried to fucking tweet. Arkansas, of all fucking football schools, Arkansas tried to tweet and said they're not scared of OU Texas. Maybe not Texas, but yeah, you're fucking, that's bullshit. Because if I'm Arkansas, I'd be scared as fuck to play Texas. And I bet Texas would roll into Fayetteville and say, you know what, like, let's put our big boy pants on. We're in the SEC. This is an SEC school. Let's show them what we can. I guarantee you, guarantee you, Arkansas would get rolled. Missouri's coach tried to say, oh, this is the SEC. There's really no place for those two schools. Missouri. The SEC in a fucking would not hesitate to dump a Missouri. If they had to actually get rid of two programs for OU Texas, to evenly switch it out, Missouri, you're way up on the list. Way up on the list. Vanderbilt offers academics. Vanderbilt offers baseball. Other ways of money. Vandy is one of the smartest schools in the country. They offer the SEC a lot more value, honestly, than Missouri. What does Missouri offer? Okay, basketball. Baseball, you're irrelevant. Football, you're damn. You've won the SEC East twice. When? Right when you came over from the Big 12? Right when you had Jeremy Macklin and you had a lot of the, you had Big Twelve recruits, you haven't won the SEC basically in fucking fifteen years. It's a, it means nothing. SEC would dump Missouri in a heartbeat. God, dude, that just it annoyed me when I saw that. I was like, what the fuck? And then Texas A and M like Jimbo saying this isn't what the comp, this isn't what they think they're getting into kind of shit like that. Like Jimbo knows that. He's going to lose a lot of fuck. They all, all those schools know that they're going to lose a lot of recruits, make a lot more money, but the coaches don't give a fuck because they're going to lose those recruits that they would normally get. Just something to fucking think about, you know? I've had fun. I sure I'm, I'm probably going to think of shit over this episode, and I'm going to really wish I thought of something. I'm going to think of something and wish I would have said it, but it is what it is. This is one of the longer episodes I've done. Guys, my merch. There's Dirty Laundry Sports merch on the Instagram. Go to Dirty Laundry Sports on Instagram. Click the link in the bio. Take you right to the merch page. Go buy some merch. Go go show some love. Go wear the Dirty Laundry Sports. It's pretty fucking cool. Um, look, go rate it. Go rate this on Spotify, Apple. Go help a brother out. You know what I'm saying? Go follow on social. Go rate. Go subscribe. Let's Dirty Laundry this fucking world up, baby. Let's go.